but you know there's a huge mental piece to it too you know and if you got the mental the mental piece dialed in i believe you can just you know you can cross a lot of your bucket list Welcome to the Crossing It Off Podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. Now, let's start crossing it off together. Have you ever thought to yourself, it's too late for me to start a bucket list? Or have you ever thought to yourself, it's too early for me to start a bucket list? Well, the time is right, right now, for you to do whatever it is you want to accomplish that will bring you joy. Today's Bucket List Storyteller is all about this. We're going to learn how she seizes the day and crosses things off her bucket list. So let's start crossing it off. At this time, I want to welcome my guest, Kate Champion. She describes herself as an explorer, author, nature lover, and psychotherapist. Kate, thanks for coming to the show. Yes, thanks, Roger. Thanks for having me. So what did you cross off your bucket list? I backpacked 100 miles on the Superior Hiking Trail. Okay. So that that's a pretty lengthy trip, I suppose, but I'm not familiar with the Superior Hiking Trail. So can you describe what that is, where it is? Yeah. So it's a, actually a really awesome trail and it runs from the other side of Duluth, right, which is in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it starts about um, about 50 miles the other side of Duluth and it goes all the way up by the lake, all the way up to the Canadian border. So it's about 300, 350 miles or so in total length. In total. Okay. But you just did a hundred. I did a hundred. A lot of people do that trail in sections. Um, sure. And I did hundred. Yes. So yep. did you do this alone or was this with a group or with another person? Yeah, I have a couple of, um, I'm lucky I have a couple of female buddies, backpacking buddies, and we've done a couple of trips together. Um, So they decided to come along with me, which was awesome. It was my goal and my kind of bucket list item, and they wanted the experience as well. So it was nice to have the company. Yeah, I'm sure. And so you're talking about, I have lots of through hiking things running through my head, but when you talk about backpacking, you packed everything. Your tent, your sleeping bag, food. Yeah, we had everything, and we didn't get off trail once. So we we t- it took about five days, but it was about six five nights, six days. Okay. Um. So we packed everything. The nice thing about that trail is water is really um pretty. It's easy to access water. There's water everywhere, so we didn't have to carry and pack a lot of water. But we did five days of food, five days of snacks, mm-hmm. five days of yeah, everything. It was pretty grotty by the end of it, as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was it that that made this on your bucket list? How did this item get there? What was what drove you to, to put it on your list? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've I've always been a runner. I've loved running trails. Mm. Um then from trail running I got into kind of hiking, so kind of more endurance hikes. And I did um, the Allegheny 100. I did 50 miles of the Allegheny 100, which is in Pennsylvania. And it's a kind of um, endurance race. Right? You've got, I think, I forget how many hours. You've got 24 hours to do the whole 50 miles. Um, so I did that. And um, and that was solo. Um, not backpacking. It's more of a staged event. But you did, you, you know, but it it's, um, it's still a pretty pretty decent hike yeah and after that I was like kind of hooked and then um I got into backpacking for my 55th birthday I did a beginner's 
backpacking trip and then the bug just got me so you know between the endurance events and then adding the backpacking I just really wanted to get that 100 mile there was something about that number and it was like yeah that's the next goal for me is that 100 miles and I wanted to get it crossed off my bucket list and the Superior Hiking Trail is actually one of the most beautiful spectacular trails you have to look it up if you haven't if you haven't checked it out it's an absolute must do it's got everything it's got the endurance it's got the views it's got the hills it's just stunning 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 um and it's totally doable it's totally doable in sections you've got a lot of access you know you can get dropped off picked up if there's an emergency you have to get off the trail it's really great a lot of people use that for um a training run for the bigger trails like the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. So it was thumbs up 100%. Was there anything special you did to prepare for that? You talk about it being like a precursor or a, a training trail for these other massive through hikes. What did you do for this one for you? Well, for me, um, I've had smaller backpacking trips so I had really had my gear dialed in mm. I mean I was really at weight with the with the food um I literally time was able to kind of time my meals literally to the last snack and you know so really got the food and the weight and the gear dialed in so I did that on kind of some of these smaller previous backpacking trips so that was the big thing um and then just getting the gear dialed in, you know, like the backpacking shoes and socks is really important, you know, mm -hmm. and also fitness wise, you know, getting out on the trail, carrying that back, putting some extra weight, you know, getting some miles under your feet. You know, people think that you have to be this big endurance athlete to do some of these things. And I say, okay, you got to be in somewhat shape, but you don't need to be like superwoman or superman. Just get out there, put that pack on and you know, get, get those steps in, you know, the human body is very unique from the standpoint that it adjusts. I think, you know, wow. I, I walked the Camino de Santiago and I was on these groups and they're like, Oh, how should I train? And, you know, because you're going 18 to 20 miles a day. And I always say, you know, if you can get up to nine miles a day, you're probably doing okay because you just have to go out there and do it. <laughs> Your body adjusts to, to the next level. And, you know, where are you going to, you know, you can't, walk 18 miles a day to 18 20 miles a day just to prepare for that and so i just tell That's people true. you know if you can get up to eight or nine miles a day just do it and your body will eventually just adjust to the fact that this is what we're doing for 30 days that's right that's right you know the other piece too and people always do you're right people focus on the, the physical piece but you know there's a huge mental piece to it too you know and if you got the mental the mental piece dialed in I believe you can just, you know, you can cross a lot of your bucket list. Yeah, I was just um, about to ask. You talked about the the physical preparation. You talked about the the equipment preparation. I was just going to ask, what was the mental preparation like? And so what did that look like for you? How did you do that? How did you mentally prepare yourself? I, I know the mistakes I made on the Camino. And then if I ever do it again, I'm like, oh, I need to be thinking this. What was that for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, a, I love that question because I'm also a therapist, right? So I work a lot with um, performance and, you know, mindset and things like that. So for me, it was, um, I just wasn't going to quit, you know, and we, we, even with my, with the group, my friends going in, we had this kind of deal at the beginning that I wasn't going to quit. If anybody didn't want to get off the trail, there was lots of access points, people get off the trail. We had planned, right, for that. 
Um, but I just had that hundred miles in my mind and I just wasn't going to quit. There was one day about day four, which was a really tough day. I was really feeling it, really feeling the fatigue. I hadn't slept well the night before. It's pretty grouchy. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of miles to cover and a lot of hills, a lot of elevation. So that was the tough day. And that's when you really get down to it's a step at a time. I'm going to, you know, and you're going up these hills and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to get to that tree. I'm going to get to that rock. I'm going to get, and then before you know it, you've summited, right? You've, you've, you've got, you've got up the hill or whatever, take a few extra breaks, making sure you get enough water. You know, that's huge. Like water with some electrolytes in it can really help kind of boost your mood a little bit. Um, but yeah, you just, just, you just got to get up and do it. You know, it's not, it's not negotiable. Yeah. And I, and I imagine it's probably like, who you bring along with you. I remember walking the Camino and there was this guy that I walked with a couple of days in a row and we would be going up hills and we think that we were at the top and that there couldn't be any more hills. And every time he's like, Oh, this is the last one. Like totally nonchalantly. And after like the fifth or sixth time that happened, I'm like, could you just stop saying that? That's not helpful. So how was it with you and and your friends traveling in that way? Had you done it before? Was this a new experience and how that dynamic worked for you all? So we had hiked um, the year before. We did about 50 miles um, up in the pictured rock area up in Michigan. So we had we we had done a pretty decent hike before. We don't whine. There's no whining. There's no complaining. Right. That's kind of all <laughs> we no have. Whining, right? No whining. No complaining. <laughs> and in my head, in my head, this comes from trail running. There's no trudging. Right. You're not allowed to. I I am not allowed to kind of you know, trudge up the hill and just like really give it, give my body that dragging energy, right? So mm-hmm. I don't allow myself to trudge. Here at the Crossing It Off podcast, we are passionate about inspiring you in your bucket list lifestyle and empowering you to live out your list. We offer many resources to assist you in your bucket list journey, such as web resources in the show notes, bucket list mentoring services, my book, Live Out Your Lists, a private Facebook group for you to share your bucket list success stories with others, and more. All of these can be found at crossingitoffpodcast.com. Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. So I am, I am mindful of posture, even if, you know, I'm really feeling it. I really do no trudging. There's no trudging and celebrate the hills, you know? So we, you know, there were some tough days. There was tough moments. We had a couple of, um, some really struggles with, with feet and blisters. Not, not me personally, but you know, some of the crew, um, but again, they are awesome women, and um, we did it. Yeah, nice. So, tell us some of the highlights from this trip. You, you were probably doing sixteen to twenty miles a day, almost at least. Yes. And yes, so, so besides were. besides the, like the the struggle of just making it, like we just talked about, what were some of the highlights of it? What were some of the things that you were like, I'm never going to forget this. Yeah, so there were two two that come to mind. One of them is was just the most beautiful spot that we had to camp um one night um with just the gushing because the water was really high. It was kinda like um mid spring, right? So there was a lot of water and a lot of water flow. And we just we spent the night close to this beautiful outcropping of rocks and got up in the morning and kind of c- climbed some of the boulders and sat by the river and it was just there's huge pines and this massive blue sky. We had amazing weather too. We had amazing weather. 
it was it was just beautiful so and that and that night like when you kind of getting out of the tent you know you have to pee or something and you look up and there's just a pitch black sky with these amazing stars i mean just just incredible so that was one one kind of memory that comes to mind and the other one is because there was so much water there are a lot of bridges um mm. kind of out that had been swept away in this kind of torrential when this torrential rain that they had just a week or so before um so some of our bridges were were washed away so we had a couple of detours and then we actually did have to do a pretty high fast river crossing with where the bridge had been rust washed away that was pretty hairy you know Imagine. so it, it took us a minute it took us a minute and i i stood on the bank we had to kind of hop these big rocks like hop these big boulders with a lot of fast water and of course we got the packs and everything mm -hmm. and we all had our you know we all had our separate ways of getting across you know somebody got in and went boulder to boulder sally um has super long legs so she was like able to like stretch and, and <laughs> hop across and I tell you, I froze. Like I'm, I'm kind of the fearless one of the group, you know. But I, like, I stood there on that bank, and I just like, holy shit, I am not going to be able to cross this thing. I mean, my just like that deer in the headlights for a minute. I was able to take a couple of breaths and you know get my head back on, and obviously was able to make the crossing, and it was fine. But um, that was a pretty hairy moment for sure. Yeah. So take us to the moment you get to the the exit of the trailhead, like the, the last spot you're walking up to that point, there's probably somebody waiting for you in a car or whatever to greet you. But what were you thinking in your head as you're with your girls walking, walking into that trailhead to yeah. trips over? Yeah. So we um, ended up in um, one of the state parks along, along the way. And that's where we put the car, right? We had the car there waiting as we ended. And honestly, um, we met some lovely people at the end that, you know, they were taking our photo and, you know, just were celebrating with this kind of 100-mile kind of completion. And I have to tell you, there was a part of me that just wanted to get up and do it all over again. It hmm. was like I was sad that it was over and I just didn't want it to end. And there was a part of me that was just like, I could just go do that all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, well, if AI explodes like they say it's going to, maybe we'll all have a lot of free time to be able to just do it again. <laughs> so, how about you? Afterwards, you've you've had this on your bucket list. You've crossed it off. You've completed it. What was looking back something that was transformational for you through that experience that carried on in your life afterwards? Yeah. So, I think one one thing is really seeing that I can live with a lot less and be pretty comfortable, right? I can be pretty comfortable with a lot less. And it's an amazing feeling to be able to carry what you need for, you know, five or six days on your back and not to have to go to a store or a gas station and just be okay, right? Be okay with the discomfort, you know, be okay with what you got, having to make do, you know, that is a really powerful, for me, that's a really powerful feeling, right, of that kind of um, kind of accomplishment, right? I mean, it really builds confidence, really, really builds confidence and just proves, you know, you can do with a lot less. Yeah. How has yeah. that shown up in your life? Can you give us a, a, an instance where you're like, oh, this, I was able to do this because I did that other thing? Yeah, so um, I tend to be kind of a minimalist. So I really, I'm really even more mindful about that 
I'm really even more mindful about you know, what I buy, what I put my resources in, what I put in my body. I mean, I'd love to love, I mean, I ate rice and beans every day there, for, you know, <laughs> for five days, continue to do that, you know, so um, I live simply, I eat simply, and um, I think I'm actually better off and healthier for it. Yeah, so that that's that's how that has transformed into my ev- everyday life. For yeah, sure. going back to the Camino, there's always the question of how big of a pack I should take. And I always say, mm-hmm. take the smallest pack you can find. <laughs> because as Americans, we just fill our packs with stuff that we may or may not even need. And if you, you know, if you get a 30 liter pack, it, you're not going to be able to fill it with stuff. You got to limit yourself or you're just going to, because that's what I did. I think I had like 18 kilos or 15 kilos in my backpack. And it was just, I just mm. learned, I just learned it was way too, I just didn't need it. There's mm-hmm. so much in that yeah. pack I didn't need. So I, I understand that very well from my own experience. Yeah. So, so that motto, right, that less is more, I use that language a lot. Mm. You know, in session, I use it with clients. I use it with myself. I use it with you know, just less is more, less words, right? Less mm-hmm. stuff, less, you know, less food, less, I mean, less is really more. I mean, there's there's a real magic, I think, to that kind of simplicity. For sure. Kate, what's something else that's on your bucket list that you'd like to cross off? I'm turning 60 in April. Okay. So I have the Camino, I'm doing the Camino <laughs> coastal route. Um, I have okay. that on my, that, to celebrate that, that 60 um so i'm looking forward to that i'd like to go back and do that the final hundred of the the superior hiking trail so that would be where we started to the canadian canadian border that's a little more rugged a little even more wilderness a little more endurance peaks etc it goes right through mm-hmm. the salty so i'd like to go and complete that that last kind of phase of the um superior hiking trail so that is on my list i've got the Laurel Highlands Trail in July, the 70 miles to go to do that in Pennsylvania. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've always, my bucket, I laugh with my friends. My bucket <laughs> list is so long. I'm not going to live long enough to get it all done. So so, yeah. do, so do you have actual plans for the Camino? And you said it was the Portuguese route, right? Yes. I'm, going to, I'm doing the coastal route of the Portuguese. Yeah. Yes. So I have, I have, have intended not to plan it much, right? like have a minimal plan um mm-hmm. but i'm yeah getting ready to but you have dates right you have dates right I have dates. okay yeah. good awesome <laughs> good for you yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah. I, have, uh, I have my passport you know i have the passport i have the guidebook i have dates you know the dates and all that stuff yeah but i'm gonna do minimal planning on that i think yeah, it's a it's a good plan to have a little plan <laughs> when you okay. do you know any route and like I said, you don't need much because <laughs> okay. if, so if, if you can if you need it you can buy it so it's it's, okay. it's not like the superior I mean you know you're literally walking through towns every five kilometers or something so you, you can get whatever you want so yeah congratulations on that that'll be fun for sure yeah I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Awesome. Can you share with us where folks can find you and connect with you uh, online? Yes, absolutely. So I am, I'm also an author. So I have a couple of books out there and they are, one is called Never Too Late, right? Which is literally all about, you know, get out there, um, spotlights, seven later in life athletes, hikers and 
Runners, it's actually a really cool, cool book. So you can find that on my website or Amazon. Um, my website is katechampion.com. And um, obviously, you know where Amazon is. Everybody knows where Amazon is. Yep. Um, I have a, a Facebook group, um, which really supports later in life, people like me, later in life, people that really want to get out and get some adventures. And we do a lot of motivation and inspiration. Um, that's called the Back of the Pack Athletes. And you can find that on Facebook. I know that you'll have some of these links in the show notes. Yes. Um, so I actually have a little hiking guide, a little hiking pocket nice. guide that we focused on women, um, hiking, running, and backpacking. That is free. If you want to go to my website, you can download that no cost and uh, lots of tips and tips and tricks and strategies. And also it helps. There's some guidance for the people left at home, right? Because Mm -hmm. sometimes we're out on all these adventures, but we forget we've got loved ones at home that are really worried and really nervous and really scared and really think we're going to be eaten by a bear or something (laughs) horrible going to happen so there's some there's some help and guidance for the people left at home too that's awesome i love it i hope people connect with you and and download that that's uh excellent kate thank you so much for being here uh bueno camino i forget how this well it's bueno camino on the portuguese route so bueno camino and enjoy your time uh the camino is always an amazing thing so i wish you well on that and i appreciate you being here today Yeah, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and all the best to you.